Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Damn Your Tall podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Felicia, aka Fifi J, along with Graham, aka Sir Reads Alive. Still haven't came up with a new one. Been busy this week. That's fine. I don't. I don't need a new nickname. My my name is a perfectly good nickname. <sighs> so, uh, as you're listening to this, we'll, we'll probably be at Gen Con. So, <laughs> we're recording this on Sunday this week because we got a lot of stuff to do this week. And we're really looking forward to Gen Con. Oh yeah! Actually, I don't even—I'm not even quite sure what I want to get at Gen Con. <laughs> There's so much stuff. I don't even know what's gonna be <laughs> at Gen Con. Like, so I guess this will be our pre—we'll talk about Gen Con up front, like our pre-Gen Con podcast. I do know we're gonna take all of our little mantic points and that you're supposed to use to get free, um, free stuff. But since mantic is based in the United Kingdom, it's like fifteen dollars to ship, so you get get like a free miniature for like fifteen bucks. Which you can get three for that price with something you're supposed to get free. So you're saying we should take those with us since they're just sitting. I'm looking at them right yeah, now. Yeah, I mean we got a stack of them. I mean, we might as well be like, uh, we got them here. Uh, we would like our free thing, please. Because one of the free ones that I thought you would like was they have a uh, Rick Grimes on a horse. I thought we already had that one. Oh, I thought we did. Nope. We considered getting it, and then we decided against getting it because we thought we could get it with our Mantic points. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you looked it up, and it was like $15 to ship it here because it's based in, like, the UK. So you're like, uh, no. (laughs) So hopefully they're back because last time, well, in 2019, they had the Hellboy game. Hellboy was a new rollout, yeah. I think this this year they... Uh, I think it might be Kings of War 3rd Edition, which is a rank-and-flank miniature war game that's seemed to make some real headway. Um, a lot of people seem to be using it to place Warhammer Fantasy now. That's been gone for a couple of years. Oh. Uh, uh, so I probably won't care. Well, may hopefully they'll have some uh, expansion packs because we I like painting them. Those are fun. Yeah, yeah. They're the ones for their... Um, it's called All Out War. It's a miniature war game set in the. Oh God, why can't I remember? Why can't I remember what's this called? It's <laughs> it's one of the biggest TV and comic book things of our generation. Why can't I remember? But The Walking Dead. There we go. The Walking Dead. It's called. They, um, Teresa really likes them in part because they have a a fair amount of detail, but they're not like encrusted with detail. So when you're painting these things that are only, you know, they're 28 millimeters tall so it's just you know a couple inches it's a lot you know you can get in there and you can get the coats and the pants and stuff like that and there's not like little tiny scrolls and little tiny skulls all over the place so felicia really likes painting those yeah and the game's really fun like we played it uh we had like the demo of course in 2018 that was like my first gen con right 2018 i think so it's been so long i think it was 2017 actually because i'm this is my well, I can't remember. This is like my third or fourth one. Yeah, the uh, Rona coming up and ruining everything's really kind of made it hard to keep track of when and where stuff is happening. Yeah, so um, I thought about getting <laughs> the freaking um, Catan. I saw like a Catan like 3D. It was like this super realistic type thing. I was like, oh, man. And they looked really nice. Like they were, the sheep were sheep colored and the trees were tree colored. It looked really nice. And you saw it. I was like, oh yeah, maybe we should get that. And then. Yeah. Like I was like, I got an email from, uh, 
you know, Gen Con saying, oh, there's like Catan 3D you can purchase. And I was like, oh, let me like YouTube it and look at like the unboxing. I'm like, oh man, this looks pretty sweet. It looks dope. And like, it's a huge collector's box. And that bitch was $300. And I was like, a regular Catan game is what, like 20? Yeah, something like that. So I was like, I'll just stick with the, um, my plain old non 3D board. Because I was like, if it was like 100, I would have considered it. Because a lot of the games are like around 100 something bucks. If you want like the, like the Walking Dead game, we got the mat that has like an actual rubbery, like thick texture. Neoprene mats. The same stuff that mouse pads are made out of. Yeah, yeah, it makes, you know, it's more durable than, like, the paper that could rip and stuff, of course, so, um, we paid a little bit extra to get, like, the collector's box, but I think he knocked off, he gave us a couple free, like, uh, like, figures for free, so, you know, it's Gen Con, and I think we got it on, like, Sunday, so they were like, we don't want to take any of this stuff back. Yeah, because for them, they'd have to lug it all the way back to England, <laughs> or, or Scotland, or Northern Ireland, or whatever. I'm aware that England, which is a is compared to the United States, a tiny country has a whole bunch of smaller countries inside of it. Or maybe Wales. Yeah, so. Or perhaps Cumbria. <laughs> so, yeah, that's... Um... Or Cambria, which is a different place. There's a Cumbria and a Cambria in England. Or at least think in England. Once again, maybe in Wales. But anyway. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I thought about doing that. I'm pretty sure Catan has, like, its own huge booth there. I'm pretty sure there'll be... Felicia is also at the same time watching the Seahawks versus the Colts. Colts are playing at home. Right now it's uh, 21-10, right? Or no, it's 27-10 because the Seahawks just scored. There's six minutes and 41 seconds left. And we did also go to the first home Anderson University football game. Oh, yeah. Uh, We talked about it a little bit in the last one about what we were looking forward to with that and everything else. It, dur- it did turn out um, to be a high-scoring game. Um, perhaps not as even of a high-scoring game as I would have hoped um, Lakeland um, outscored them by tw- some 20 points. Okay, so I'll start it off. We get there, you know, I thought it was going to be... We get there a little bit on the later side, like pretty much like the National Anthem was playing like when we like showed up, so... I was like, okay, you know, we get all the fluff and stuff and all the pre-stuff. I don't really care about all that. Uh, get that out of the way. Like, I thought there, I thought they would have a band there. Like, I'm skipping a little bit ahead. There was no band at, like, halftime. We were just sitting there. It was, like, silence. No music playing on the speakers. Like, they could have had something. There was some entertainment, which was the Anderson fans screaming at the two um, Lakeland players who were out there. Just screaming all kinds of weird stuff at them. Yeah, so... We get there, we park at a nice little spot, um, get to the game. We sit on the visitor side because I was like, I don't feel like, case you know, if it's a blowout game, we can dip out early because on the visitor side, it's actually closer to the exit and there was like maybe 10 people, if that, there, including us. Well, they did come all the way from Wisconsin, so it was quite a trip. So I was, I was not, I was not shocked to see so few people there. I mean, it was a D3 college football game, so it wasn't exactly, you know, Georgia Tech versus VA Tech or whatever. So, yeah. Um, get there. They kick off. And it started out, the game was pretty even at the beginning. Like, um, Anderson scored the first touchdown, and then um, 
you know, uh, Lakeland, they responded. So it was tied. I was like, okay, so we actually might get a, you know, a, a kind of a high scoring game that is like even. And then Anderson scored again. So it was like 14 to seven. And, you know, of course the players were drawing at each other. I think that was the most interesting part was like listening to the opposing sideline. Cause you get the coach on the opposing sideline. He's like, y'all play better this year. Worst day of practice. Get y'all shit together. Get your hands up. Get put. You know, like that whole trying to hype them up and all that stuff. And they come out, they score, and then I, I think that kind of woke them up a bit because basically the second quarter rolls around and it's just a blowout at that point. Let me look up the box score. You go ahead and say what you think, Graham. Yeah, I mean, it was I mean, it was exciting. And part of that is because, if Felicia's going to talk about it, is there was um, a lot of just messed up plays and errors made. Um, one of the things that was kind of unfun is there was a lot of um, penalties. So there's a lot of moving 15 yards, moving five yards, all this kind of stuff. Uh, and that, that wasn't really interesting, but there, you know, there were some pretty neat plays, like one where it looked like out of a rugby game where one of the players was going down and he pat as he was going down, he passed it to another player. They got like an additional 10 yards off the, the play. So that was exciting. And there was enough people and there's enough stuff where they were trying to, um, to do interesting plays that, didn't always work and it, it was it was it was fun i liked i liked it okay so um so this will be by quarter so the first quarter was seven to seven they both scored seven and basically like i said the second quarter they basically woke up at that point they scored 21 points and anderson scored 10 so keep that in mind at this point the third quarter lakeland scored 20 points anderson scored two now in the fourth quarter Lakeland kind of like towards the end of the third quarter, they put their subs in cause they were, they were like, Oh, you know, they ain't all this and all that stuff. And they're like, yeah, we got this. And they started to get too lax. And this is basically where I said it should have only been like 20, what 20 point game for Anderson because yeah. the fourth quarter, they gave them all of their points. They fumbled it. They just got real sloppy and just kind of arrogant. And like they only scored, six points so they only got one touchdown and they missed the block or missed the field goal got blocked and I think they ran it no that was early in the quarter but yeah they were just getting too relaxed and I was reading like the Anderson uh like the actual uh headline for the game and it was like musky survive late rally I was like if you were watching the game you'll know that they basically like I said gave them 22 points because the hands in the face, they basically walked down there, scored a touchdown. And like the last touchdown they scored, they were just like, ah, it's over. They gave them, they gave up 40 points. I mean, Anderson gave up 45, but, or 54, sorry. That was uh, 41 to 55 was the final score. So you won a high scoring game. Yeah. You got it. I also got expensive game because it was $5 for a hot dog, $2 for water and $2 for a pop. That was, I should not have. Spent that money, but I figured, you know, it's for the, it goes into the program, I guess. Nah, football. I could have waited for five. If you would have sent me like hot dogs, five dollars, I would have told you not to get that thing. Uh, if you would have got me a water bottle, I probably would have said, nah, I'll just sit here and just swallow my spit. Because <laughs> I was like five dollars for like a normal ass, like not like a Costco hot dog, which is a dollar, like 50 cents, and you get a drink. Just a plain ass normal hot dog. I was like, well, no better next time. Bring our own food. <laughs> so yeah, that's 
the game, we stayed for the whole thing. Cause I was like, oh, well, it's not over yet. Because even like the fans on the other side, they were kind of like, what are they doing? They need to put the starters back. I was like, yeah, y'all should have waited until half of the like fourth quarter to put the starters in. Like, I don't know why. Like, I guess to get them experienced, but I was just like, ugh. You mean pull the starters out, not put the starters back in? No, they, oh yeah, pull the starters out, sorry. I was going to say, you can put the starters in, but they're already in the game, so they're kind of hard. Like, I don't know, maybe if you doubled all of the players, you could sub them in. Yeah, but uh, there was like one play that was just, in well, a couple plays, like the one that a guy got the ball knocked out, Lakeland guy, like close to the end zone, and then... It flipped up in the air. Anderson guy caught it. Then another guy hit him. It flipped up in the air. And it landed right back into the Lakeland guy. And he ran it for a touchdown. I was like, what is going on? There are also some uh, punts where the punters appear to believe that the point of a punt in football is to see how high you can go. Because there was at least one punt that went basically straight vertical for like 50 feet. Yeah, a lot of punts were... uh straight up in the air not a lot of uh distance and one of them got like blocked or no it didn't get blocked he just kicked it straight like it went just straight up in the air and came back down i was like oh my god <laughs> so i mean even though the home team lost boo i liked it more than progress because i mean there was just you know it was a little bit of like almost anything could happen at any particular second because of just the um the different teams versus, you know, pro or D1 college where everything's kind of uh, mechanistic. You kind of know what's going to happen before it happens. So, yeah, we had a nice, fun, like, spent our day. <laughs> nice, fun day. So, next week, it'll definitely be a lot better. We might go to another game. You never know. We might. I mean, um, obviously not this weekend because it's Gen Con weekend, which also for some reason Wizards of the Coast decided to roll out their new Magic set, which doesn't make any sense. It's the biggest convention in the country for hobby games, and they decided this is the week to roll it out. I know that doesn't make any sense to you, but it's it's just it's just dumb. Everybody's going to be at Gen Con. Why do you roll out a new product? Yeah, this is like nerds weekend to like party downtown and like, woo, you'll see all the... Hopefully some good cosplay this week, so. I really hope so. There's, there, people do put some really great work into their various costumes. Yeah, and they've had a year to prepare, like, for three days. They might switch out a costume because they're like, well, I had three for last year. I'm going to use it. Um, and so I know some people do. They, they switch around. Other people, um, I guess, apparently within the cosplay community, there's this real people look down if you use purchased stuff, which I think is kind of silly. Like... If you don't make your own plastic sword, um, people look down at you for just buying a plastic sword. I'm like, well, if you buy the plastic sword and it fits the character, that means you don't have to spend all of your time making the sword. You could go work on, I don't know, the blouse or whatever. Yeah, I guess that's a little little petty. Because you can just go out and buy a sword and then spend time doing other little details like actual clothing and stuff. Like, nah, People are petty in either way, so... Although apparently there's a big um, one of the, one of the things Gen Con and a lot of conventions struggle with is so many characters have guns, but we're also in you know <laughs> we're in the United States where so there's guns everywhere. So there's a lot of a lot of rules about whether or not you need, you can have orange on the gun or you just don't have a gun at all. I mean I remember a couple years ago there was a really good 
Deadpool, which hurts me to say because there's just so many Deadpools. Oh my god! But those are, but he had the little, he had the pistols with the little orange on the end that he had to go back and put those away, which was kind of a downer. Yeah, but I got the picture with him, so that was kind of nice. Um, oh, touchdown! Oh. <laughs> the um, yeah, they're they're. I mean, which is understandable. I, you know, I want Gen Con to be kind of. It's like pretty lax on security. Like you could bring book bags in. There's no checking. Like it's not like Disney World or Disneyland or anything where they people to check. Like all you have to do is have your badge and you just walk right in. So I understand with that and. Like, I haven't heard of anybody trying to do anything at, like, Gen Con or anything. Like, there is security there. and There's police down there, of course. They're trying to keep it safe, which is important, because I like to have Gen Con here still. Yeah. I mean, you're also basically in the center of Indianapolis, so you have access to what, you know, if there is an incident, you have access to all kinds of uh, law enforcement. I'm sorry. I'm watching the game, and there's, like, confetti flowing because they thought they were going to win, <laughs> and they're losing by, like, up. Uh, 22 points or 12 points sorry yeah and the confetti is still following so go sorry go ahead back to you oh number two you didn't do it whatever your name is Wentz Carson Wentz is the new quarterback they started out so well and then uh back to the drawing board for them they play at home next week so they'll we'll be able to hear some sights and sounds from the game Maybe they'll, uh, I don't know, inflate the ball with helium or something like that. What was, what was it that the New England did that was cheating? They deflated the balls. Oh, whoops. Okay. Now there's like a whole rule that they have to like have them properly and they get checked now because of that. I mean, cheating, man. It's, uh, it's a problem. Yeah. So back to Jitcon. <laughs> so, um... What else am I excited for since this is our, like, pre-show? I think just going. And we always find interesting games to test out. Like, we tested out Splendor, which is a a game where you use colors to get more colors, and then ultimately whoever has the most of the right combination wins the game. It was a Marvel-themed, and we did that for, um, we just happened to basically walk into that. Um, yeah, that's how we found that. Ticket to Ride. We played the New York like cab version. I never heard of Ticket to Ride until like then, and now we have uh, <laughs> your mom bought it, and we have the New York version that I just got this week that we've been playing. That's been it's really it's really fun because it's so fast. I like it. It is super fast, and you also like it because the first day we had it, you won nine of ten games. Yeah. Although, when we were playing on Friday, I was doing much better. Yeah, unfortunately. But I, I was still winning some games. But the routes are, like, super short, and sometimes they connect off. Pretty much they almost always connect off each other. So if you want to pick up some extra points, it can be like, oh, well, I'm already connected there. I just need to put, like, one little, like, cab here. So instead of trains, it's cabs. So we did that, and we tried. I know we've probably talked about this before. The um, Game of Thrones Catan, which the lead did not explain it well at all. And it was actually fairly complicated because the thing with with Catan is it's very very simple game and basically sort of any addition to it can really change things. Like so, it the Game of Thrones version was basically like a normal board game because had all these rules about where troops could get over the wall and all this other stuff. She did not do a good job at all. No, I feel like she knew the game, but it was just very complicated. 
And then we tried, because I was like, oh, you know, I like Game of Thrones. I was like, let's try uh, the Catan version. And it was like, the other mechanism that made it like Catan was not, is like, not only the resources, you had to stop like the wildlings or the ice people from getting over the wall. Right. That stopped them. Like, you got to work together and yet try to beat the other four people to stop like the wildlings from getting over the wall. Yeah, because you would you would lose if too many wildlings got over. But if wildlings went over into your opponent's section of the map, then it negatively affected your opponent. So it's like this balancing act of like, you know, how much can I force into the other person's thing? It was a little confusing. Maybe it'll have like a something else. I'm pretty sure Catan has something else rolled out <laughs> this time. Oh, there's a there's a million Catans. We also tried like the seafaring one. That was also a little confusing too. The seafaring one, I've I've played that one before. That's kind of that's kind of neat because one of the and the thing was they didn't do what I think is the best one, which is one where the map's unrevealed and you create it as you go. I I think that's more interesting because then it's just like you know you you're sending out your sailing ships off into the ocean and they come back and they find all sorts of cool stuff and I think that's neat. What was the game you and John played? It was like BattleTech or something. What was it you and played? It was something with oh no we played um. Dust, which is a um, sort of um, alternate future um, World War II with, like, walking tanks and zombies and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you guys played that. Yeah, I, I was I was kind of interested, and I, I kind of got disinterested because the rule book had a whole bunch of cheesecake in it, which was still, I mean, it was still in setting because it it's a World War II game, so it was, like, World War II-style cheesecake. And then I saw a two schoolgirls from apparently the Imperial Japanese Naval College or whatever with a rail gun. Which is like, oh, that's kind of cool, but they're dressed up in that generic Japanese schoolgirl get-up with the short skirt and the blouse and everything. I was like, I cannot... I, I, I won't. I won't. Like, the, you know, the, the walking machines with the quad 50s on them, that was kind of cool, and, like, the weird flying uh, Cthulhu-esque monsters, that was kind of cool, but no, it just—it was just too much. I gave up. I'm just really excited. I know, and the thing years. is, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a little hard to do a preview show because there's just going to be so much stuff being rolled out. It's going to be—it's hard to talk about what we're excited about because so much of it is just going to be stuff we find. Oh yeah, um, I like that. There's like a booth babe type of atmosphere to that because I mean, okay, so the catering to like this crowd is like white guys. That's pretty much majority of it. I mean, there's some women, not a lot of black people, and definitely not a lot of black women. When I see black people there, I'm like, yes, we do play games. We are nerds, too. Like, and they play, you know, there's cosplayers that aren't necessarily just, like, black cosplayers. Like, yes, we can do anything. Black girl magic. Hashtag black girl magic. But it's catering to, I mean, it's mostly, like, white guys. That's what I see. Like, um, so there's, like, a, a booth of like anime or cosplay porn. Yes. But there's only one of these booths, which is what makes it stand out because you're saying the the booth babe phenomenon. It's bizarre because there's precisely one booth because everything else is generally just of like the vendors and their stuff. Just very, you know, the kind of stuff you'd see at a coin convention or a stamp convention or probably a golf club convention. I don't I assume that exists. But, you know, just that, that exists at almost any sort of convention where, you know, you have your space, you have your stuff and you have your sales staff. And then, yeah, and then there's Felicia's favorite, the, the cosplay porn section. It's not my favorite. It's just so out of place. I'm like, you you can just look at 
I'm, there's anime porn, so I'm pretty sure they do look at that. Not stereotyping any of these people, but I mean, like, there is like anime porn or whatever. But this specific, because I looked it up because I was interested. I was like, why is there like an 18 and like, un, like you had to be over 18 to look at it? And it was like cosplay porn. I was like, oh, here's Velma, except she's like topless and has like her skirt on and heels, like that type of thing. I was like, what? This is dumb. And it's also kind of funny because for for characters, what you recognize them is generally what they're wearing. Like in Thelma's case, her orange sweater. I don't remember what color her skirt is. Brown, maybe? It's like a darker yeah, yeah. orange, like a maroonish. Yeah, you know, she's got her skirt. Reddish and then type she's got the, the, the haircut and the glasses. But it's like, if you're doing porn, typically that involves people not wearing clothes. So all of a sudden you have, it's like, who is this naked lady supposed to be? So, yeah, there's that. And, of course, the stereotypical, or not the stereotypical, the, uh, we have, like, a running game that we keep adding to every year. We have fedoras, because there's always people wearing fedoras. Um, and they're not, and this is what drives me nuts, so many people put on fedoras and they think that is the look. No, a fedora works when you're wearing a suit, especially when you are wearing a suit tailored to you. There's a reason that Michael Jackson looks great in a fedora. He is wearing a fedora with a custom-fitted suit to him. And there's a reason that all the characters in uh, Mad Men look so good in their suits because they are wearing top-flight clothes. Just putting on a fedora with your anime babe t-shirt does not make you cool. Anyways. Seems like somebody's a little upset. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we have, like, we count fedoras, because there's always people with fedoras there. This the, we Gen Con takes up the whole convention center, so, and, like, partially outside for, like, vendors for food, for street food, and pretty much all of downtown. So, there's going to be, like, a whole bunch of just people to watch, so that's always fun. And we also do the um, <laughs> anime, like, tales... Oh, yeah, the random tails people put on. And ears? People do tails and ears? Tails and ears. And sometimes they have the hands. So they're not full furries. But they're, like, almost there. They have the tail, the ears, and then the little mitten hand things for, like, furries. Which, I have to say, the mitten hand thing seems like it'll just be obnoxious. Like, I could get why you do them, because that's basically you've covered... You've got the head covered with the, the ears, so people see the, the ears. And then you've also got the hands, which is what people look at. But... It really seems like, like, all right, I'm going to roll my dice now. I can't pick up my dice. How do I roll my dice? Oh, no. Yeah, so there's there's that. What else did we start doing? Oh, and there's, like, this booth that sells, like, kilts or utility. Utility kilts, yes. All right. My, my family is at least some percentage Scottish. So, but yes, they are kilts, and then they put pockets on them. Kilts don't have pockets. You wear a spore in to carry your stuff. You don't put a pocket on a kilt. Also, don't wear a kilt. Just generally just don't wear a kilt, okay? Okay, somebody's mad. Yes, I am. <laughs> so yeah, there's there's those type of guys, and there's a lot of them. And like, of course, we said this again once before. Gen Con is like, you know, if you're making fun of people, you're like the outsider. There's like people wearing skirts and... And, like furry stuff it's whatever you can come as you are it's the fun part so i mean i will still internally judge you for your bad fashion choice for wearing a fedora with 
your anime babe t-shirt and you haven't shaved in three weeks and you look like hell i'll judge you for that but i won't say anything so yeah there's there's that so we got the fedora the like utility kilts the utility kilts and then we have the uh tails tails the and like the furry stuff so yeah there's a lot of people watching to do at this uh at this convention it's pretty fun like we don't make fun of any guy like the first time i went to like the the first like gen con there was like a uh, peach and i was like oh cool she's in like a peach outfit and turn around yet there was a dude with just chest hair i was like oh cool <laughs> it's like i thought it was pretty dope it, it was pretty dope but it was a little weird because he it, he had a very plungy neckline and very thick chest hair so it was kind of a um uh uh um a surprise, a positive surprise, but a surprise nonetheless when he turned around or she turned around. However, however that person chooses to identify, I'm not going to judge them. Yeah, there's a lot of, uh, you know, gay gamers and all that type of stuff. And I was like, yes, you know, that was pretty cool. You know, if you have your pronouns, you put them on your badge and all that stuff. It's very, like, pro-LGBTQ+, like, everything. It's awesome. And I was like, yes, this is how things need to work here. There's no people hating on you or shitting on you. It's awesome. They might shit on you if you're wearing, like, I don't know, the wrong magic shirt. <laughs> well, the other thing, too, is that whereas a lot of times various stuff nerds wear is kind of opaque about, like, what exact nerd thing you're supposed to be at Gen Con, all the nerds are there. And they and one thing that makes me mad is I recognize so much nerd stuff. It makes me really mad. I'm just like, oh, I know this, I know this, I know this. I'm going, oh, Lord, why can't I know more about Latiad tank rifles? What the hell? I mean, they're both equally useful in the real world. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be a fun, good time. And then, like I said, we're going to have a fun day on Saturday after Gen Con. We're going to watch Karen movie. Yes. I'm pumped. That's definitely coming. It's it's coming to review. It's coming during that. It probably will come after the Gen Con review. So. Yeah, we, we'll, we'll depend on how we feel in the other. But, yeah, we're going we're gonna to see that thing. That is a thing we're going to see. Uh, Graham's not very... happy about it. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yep, we're going to do that. Order some pizza. Enjoy Gen Con on Sunday, which Sunday's kind of like the laid back day. This is the cheapest day to get in the ticket because almost all the stuff is sold out. A lot of a lot of people. Yeah, that's true. A lot of people are gone, especially since it's going to be like a Colts game there too this weekend. So it'll be interesting to see how those kind of bump into each other. You got like, oh, he's wearing cat ears or something, or he's wearing like a Deadpool outfit when you're wearing like full on like pads and stuff to support. I was like, it's the same thing. You got your face paint on, your big hands to wave around, or your sign or whatever. It's kind of like, all right, buddy. Okay. Yeah, see, I don't understand why people are like, oh, you're so stupid you're wearing, or, like, people are like, you're watching people play a game, like, video game. I was like, that's what I'm doing now, I'm watching people play a game. That's, yeah, that's if you're good at something, it's fun is. to watch. Yeah. Like, I'm not hating on when ESPN shows, well, I don't know what Dota is, or whatever, eSport, whatever they do, I don't hate on it, because people are making a shit ton of money on it, so people are just hating on them, because they can't do it. Well, I mean, I'm hating on Dota because I don't think Dota's very interesting, but that's a, <laughs> that's another that's another issue entirely, though. Yeah, so. Well, there's my little rant. Um, oh, did he make it? The kick is good. 
Nope, overtime. Felicia has shifted over to the Vikings Bengals game in the stats. I didn't shift Tied it over. 24 24. The Fox app did. It's bonus coverage because they're going in overtime. So, yep. Oh, man. I'm pretty excited. See, this is one thing about the football season is Felicia watches a lot of football, given the opportunity. And I don't really super care about football. It's I will say it's more interesting live, but I realized because we went a couple years ago, we went to a Colts game. Um, but I found myself, I was far more interested in the sideline stuff. But so um, I spend a lot of time either writing or screwing around on my computer when she's uh, watching football man's doing their football things yeah i like the sports and nba is about to be coming back here pretty soon too so baseball's almost over thank god so you know i'm thinking we should go see some wnba games their season's just about done and the fever sucked this year i think they've only won like two let me look at them real quick hold on for me again i'm just not a, a giant sports guy it's just more interesting i i find sports more interesting live i think that i i don't think i'm saying some sort of shocking discovery that that a lot of people like sports more live than they do on TV. Although I know there's a fair number of people who like it more on TV than when it's live because on TV they cut out a lot of the slow stuff, particularly with football, which is the most stoppingest game I think I've ever seen. Yeah, the Fever have only won six games out of 22. They're 12th in the Eastern Conference. I was like, oh, man. They've fallen so far. I don't know what the hell is happening with them. They didn't <sighs> recruit you. Nah, I'm dumb basketball. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I mean, we could get tickets, but the tickets are mostly like Sunday and like through the week. They're not really on the weekdays. Or on the weekends, rather. So, Taco Bell has entered the ring, has entered the chat with their own chicken sandwich now Wait, you're looking at the commercial look at the commercial right now it's a chicken crispy chicken sandwich taco it just looks like a piece of bread looks like a, it almost looks like a pita actually that's yeah with like, like a strip of chicken in it that's basically i'm wondering what it is that why we're now seeing the chicken Sandwich craze. Well, remember, was it last year with Popeyes taking shots at Chick Fil A, and that basically well, kicked—that's what kicked it off. But it it would have made sense to me if, while there was that ludicrous, ludicrous, everybody standing in line trying to get their chicken sandwiches from Popeyes, it would have made sense for me then. Oh, there's this huge interest in it. Let's get with it. But it's not. It's been, the lines are gone. Sales are back to normal. Life's kind of returned-ish to normal. But now we've got all these random McDonald's and Burger King. And now apparently Taco Bell, which is gross. I don't care what you say, Andrew. It is gross, 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 gross. Yeah, I'm not a taco. I've never had Taco Bell, like... Even at school, like, that was, like, one of the cheapest things you get. I was like, pass. Like, the food just does not look good. <laughs> but, yeah, they're, they're entered the chat with a, a taco chicken sandwich is what they're calling it. So, I don't know. Why? I mean, I will say the, um, 
I've had the one from Popeyes. It's pretty good. Yeah, I haven't even had it yet. Yeah. I mean, that's how much we care about this fake fight that people want to be people want to care about. I was I was working at a FedEx office at the time and across the street there was a um a Popeyes. And yeah, there was lines that was going out into the street, people trying to get it when it was first rolling out. That was I couldn't understand. Well, it was like the hot thing and Popeye was like taking shots. I'm like, why haven't they had a chicken sandwich? They're a chicken restaurant. They like serve breast, wings, thighs and all that stuff. Legs. I'm like, why didn't they have like, they had strips and Popeye's and they'd even do shrimp. So I'm like, why was the chicken sandwich so far off there? Like KFC has one now. Well, they've had the chicken chicken sandwich, the two, like, the double down that was just two chicken breasts with the, like, skip the bread. Like, KFC does some wild shit. They be wild. And so, so I was like, who wants this? Like, they be doing some wild shit. I think probably, like, um, what is the other one now? Uh, other restaurant here. Uh, White Castle. They had, like, a little chicken sandwich. What? I'm like, who's eating White Castles? I mean, yeah, first off, who's eating White Castle food? Step one. <laughs> you talk about if you are clogged up there you go mm-hmm. <laughs> you can eat that i think they had like a little chicken sandwich they're trying to sneak in there you know but yeah taco bell is like kind of trying to come in i was like it no 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 thank you enough of the chicken sandwiches let's i mean your food's i mean the food's garbage anyways so i mean i'm sure it's garbage too yeah, just never, Taco Bell has never, like, we never went there as, like, kids. We always went to, like, McDonald's or something. Like, that was like, yeah, I want to get a kid's meal, like, toy. Like, I never was like, let's go to Taco Bell. I think my parents were like, what the fuck is wrong with you? We're going to leave you on the side of the <laughs> Pretty much. So, yeah. They're the, the new one in town. So, Chick-fil-A is, like, I don't know. People are still going to Chick-fil-A. It depends on what you think, like. Now, like, I used to, like, love Chick-fil-A because uh, we there was nowhere near, like, the school. And now, in Terre Haute, when I went there, and they built one, and we used to go there all the time. And it's just basically, like, it's soggy. Like, if you're hungry, it's good. Like, the best thing about Chick-fil-A <laughs> was, like, their lemonade. That's the only thing I really liked about Chick-fil-A. Their food is, like, mediocre. Even their waffle fries, they're okay. But their lemonade is truly... Just, I don't, I don't know. It's, 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 it's super like, sweet. That's it's, what's yeah, good about it. It's incredible. Like, that is the one good thing I like about Chick-fil-A. When I was at Eastern, we had the food court, and you know, if you are on the meal plan, I was, you had your little swipes, and I just went through all of my swipes with Chick-fil-A lemonade. That was it. I would walk into the food court, and I'd look, and they had those, those big clear bubblers where the stuff was in, and if there wasn't enough in there, I would just keep on walking. Yeah, because then if you get, like, the... No one wanted the diet. I was like, who's getting diet? But if it was, like, too close to the bottom, you get the pulp, and then it's just basically pulp. Ooh, that just sounds really good. It clogs up the straw. I've had that one time. I was like, pulp. So, yeah. I mean, that and they support... I I don't know if they're still supporting, like, anti... Okay, so, yeah, they still are. You're giving me a knot. So, that's why I was just like, uh, I can't. I, I can't support that. I'm not giving them any of my money. So, and it's not like, I know people are like, oh yeah, Chick-fil-A is great. I was like, their sauces make the sandwiches. Let's be real. Like, 
their breakfast is okay. It's like a little dry biscuit, but their sauces is what makes the biscuit or makes the sandwich. Polynesian is was my favorite. I switched it over from Chick-fil-A sauce. When I tried the Polynesian, I was like, oh, and you know, I know why. It's nothing but sugar. That's pretty much it. Sugar, salt, fat. Mm-hmm. So that's what makes, I mean, and you have something fried. So. Right. I mean, they've hit basically everything that the human body has evolved to desire. <laughs> salt and fat. Yeah. So, and K or I haven't had KFC in a while. No, the last time I had KFC, I think, was at your brother's house. Where was that horrible, horrible KFC? We were in Ohio, and they had, and we had to, they had a coupon or something, so they really wanted to go there. And when we went there, they didn't have enough. We went to KFC, and they didn't have enough chicken, which is kind of like going to a gas station, and they're like, we don't have any gas. And this was like a few years ago, so it wasn't like during the pandemic. They just didn't have enough chicken. Yeah, that was, that was a... Yeah, that was, that was a very, that was a very successful trip. Also, because I'm not a particularly huge fan of fried chicken, so blasphemy. It's fried chicken, but yeah, we we were like we should have went to Popeyes because it was all they'd be like, uh, we just have dark meat, which I don't mind. I was like, oh, it doesn't matter, you know, leg size, whatever. But it was just so greasy, like it was not good. <laughs> so, uh, I still gotta try the Popeyes chicken sandwich. I mean, you keep saying that. You've been saying that literally for years at this point. So I, I assume it's never going to happen because it's not exactly, it's not a priority for us. Like we try not to eat um, fast food if we can avoid it. And so, yeah, it's just not something we're interested in. Fine. Now I'm going to try for the podcast. I can use it as a tax write. If I'm going to go on Monday during lunch, I probably won't because I'll be like, I'm not leaving the house now. Oh, uh, yeah, it's just not a priority. If you're going to do it, do it on a week where we don't have plenty of content, because next week we're going to have plenty of content. This is true. I'll save it. I'll, I'll save it. I will do it. At, well, I'll just get, like, a normal chicken sandwich, and I'll probably eat it in the car so it's fresh. I won't bring it back home. I want fresh thoughts. I'm like, yes. So, you'll get my uh, full review. Oh, we could we could have you record your commentary on your phone and then splice it into the podcast. Ooh, technology. Ooh. Okay, I'll... Okay, I get excited about, you know, I mean, I have to sit through, I have to listen to us talk for hours every week, so it's nice to, you know, splice stuff in, like when we did the Corgi stuff. So, yeah, that's that's what we got. Oh, I did have something. We're probably going to be watching this. Like, I'm probably watching more football today. Um, But I got all five seasons of Are You Afraid of the Dark from the library, and we're watching them. So that's what we're going to do after this. But there was one episode <laughs> that I wanted to pick out. It was in the first season and it's called, uh, what is it called? Let me look it up. I wrote it down. It is called Tale of the Dark Music. And so quick rundown of, if you don't know, don't know what Are You Afraid of the Dark is. It was a Nickelodeon show in the early 90s on Nickelodeon. And there was five seasons. They did a reboot. Um kind of like a soft reboot in like last year or the year before last and it's a canadian show <laughs> that they filmed in canada for yeah, like kids it's supposed to be like tales from the crypt for kitties pretty much along the lines of like goosebumps so that's basically what it is it did have the creepiest intro when i was like a little kid i was creeped out with that intro it was very creepy yeah it, it is i will say it is i mean for adults that's super creepy but i can see why as a kid that would be 
really bone um bone uh chilling yeah i had to uh when i was younger when it came on on like saturday nights like snick i was like whitney you have to be in here with me i'm scared she's like did she was like getting something to drink in the kitchen like no you gotta be in exactly when it starts because it's scary but you know i didn't want her to like no, I was just like, it's scary. She's like, you can watch it by yourself. I was like, <laughs> and now, you know, looking at it, of course it's not. The intro is still kind of creepy, but um, <laughs> this episode was basically a kid who uncle dies and they have no idea who knows about it. And he dies in the house and he's helped out with like this creepy, ominous thing. Like they don't show it. So he's like, um, he doesn't know it at the time, but the music is like casting the guy or whatever the thing in um, the spirit or whatever. And his little sister is an asshole. <laughs> like she is just a jerk. Like this whole thing, like her mom told her, like, I would have got my ass beat if I would have responded like this was like, oh, can you go down and like do check the line? She goes, I'm busy. I'm like, I paused it. I was like, what? I- Felicia did. She paused <laughs> it and she looked at me with this just like this enormous stare of like, oh. I was like, my mom would have slapped the black off me. Like, my, the black would just landed on the wall. <laughs> I'm like, talk to your parents back like that. And then the brother had to do it. I was like, what is going on? I mean, I was kind of, I mean, I wasn't paying a super amount of attention, but I was a little stunned too that like part of it was that I was surprised the mom wasn't like, you're playing video games. Go do the goddamn laundry. Really? And then she made like another comment when he came down there or when the mom came down, I was like, are you all right? Um, she was like, let's go hurry up and get dinner for your sister eats it. I was like, this is like a gremlin. Like this little girl is terrible. But, um, she uh basically uh he gets bullied by like this like nine like nine inch nails rip off guy he has like the tight pants and he's like you know listen to rock music and he lures them in there with the music playing and the guy basically gets eaten he's like and then he goes down and he's like hey this will happen every time you know you'll mess with me and of course he gets eaten he's like hey andy or i think that was the guy's name he's like you can have whatever you want as long as you bring me stuff. He's like, stuff like what? He's like, food or feed me. And then his sister comes in and is like, you have to feed me. It better be good. And he looks into the camera and is like, uh. I'm like, yes, feed her to the monster. I do not think I ever would have fed my little sister to a monster summoned by music. I don't think so. But he can have anything he wants. Yeah, I like Claire, though. Uh, I'll send Boeing in there. <gasps> no! He's not doing anything anyway. He's literally laying down. Well, yeah, he's not doing anything right now. Of course he is. Hey, he's Boeing, a little red dog. Up. He's taking a nap. Wake up, Boeing. Because he took he had, he's taking a nap to recover from his previous nap. Yeah, now you woke him up. Now he's looking around like, what's going on? Good. Wake up or else I'll feed you to the music monster. Yeah, that's that's what episode I want to talk about. There's a few more in there. I'll I'll just, you know, talk about in the next podcast. But at, at some point, we'll find whatever episode it is where that girl has that stupid hat. Oh, my God. 
I think it's in the later seasons, like in season four or five, and she has, it's like a stupid bowler hat. It is terrible. I was like, who dressed this kid? I feel like the props department was like, you know, I got, I got really drunk and I bought this stupid hat and I've used it no productions because it's ugly and it's terrible. I'm going to stick it on this child who can't say no due to the fact she's a child. It's just, oh, oh we'll talk about more when we get to it, but it is a, it is a dumb freaking hat. Yeah, <laughs> it is a very dumb hat, <sighs> but I'm excited because I got all of them now. We can only check them out for a week. I might have to renew them and then return them and then renew them again. Well, the other thing, this is, oh, this is what I should be talking about, which is the Dune movie. <laughs> it's not out yet. I know. I want to talk about it ahead of time. What, this, just the trailer? I haven't even watched the the only trailer I saw was that one when we went to go see Shang-Chi in the uh, Legend of the Ten Rings. That's the only trailer I've seen. And I will say that the sandworm in that was truly awesome. That was a sandworm. I'm surprised he never says this about movies. We might have to actually go to a movie theater even though we can watch our HBO Max. We might have to actually go to a theater. Dune is a very, it's a fairly complicated story. And it's in a very different world than we love, one that we live in. And you can say that about a lot of stories that are that are written, but a lot of stories that exist in a different world really aren't that different from our own. They've changed a few things. It's on a different planet, and there's aliens or something like that. Dune, firstly, is an entirely human setting, and it is so different from our world. For one thing, that you're going to need to explain is why there's no freaking computers anywhere. Because anyone watching science fiction in 2021 is going to expect, quite reasonably, that there's going to be computers everywhere. There's no computers in Dune. I mean, and the, and the setting reason is that there was the Butlerian Jihad where mankind destroyed the thinking machines. Because they were basically being supplanted by machines. And, I mean, you don't need to do a lot of setup. You just kind of state that. But then that also explains where the Mentats come from, why these people are important. And, it, it, I mean, one of the big betrayals that's not going to make any sense is when Dr. Yua betrays the Duke to the Harrokenans. It's not going to make any sense that it's, it's a shock because the whole time you've been told that this doctor is completely trustworthy there is no way to subvert his conditioning he can treat the emperor himself no problem and then you find out the harrow cannon are so good at being twisted and changing things and just doing awful things that they can do that these things that should be impossible are <laughs> the harrow cannon can do them completely possible for harrow cannon to pull it off and it's there's just, and it's also, it's a thick book. It's a long book. There's a, there's, I don't, and from, you can see from the trailers that they start with the Gamjabar at the beginning and they end with the, the fighting at, at the end of the story. So they do the entire book. This isn't a case where they go in and they just, because a lot of books you can go in and you can pull a story out of, of the larger book. Uh, one example, bizarrely enough, is Dirty Dozen, but Dirty Dozen is basically the last chapter of the entire book. I just, I want to be excited, but I don't think they're going to be able to do it. I don't think so. Well, you can't judge a book by its cover. Ba-doo. 
We're talking about a movie. Yeah, but you're also talking about the book. We haven't even seen it yet, so who knows how it's going to be, what it's going to be like. Um, We'll probably go to the movie theater and see it, actually. Oh, my God. You seemed pretty excited when that trailer came on. You were like, oh, my God. Like, you were getting kind of into it, so. And uh, Felicia was very surprised that I knew who Jason Momoa was because he was playing Duncan Idaho. So we'll have to wait and see. The movie doesn't come out until November, December. It's like the end of the year. It's, it's pretty, like, people are hyping this movie up. So it's got a lot of stuff to, like, own up to. So we shall see. And I got the book on hold at the library. The, well, the audio book. The yeah. audio book. Because I was like, I could listen to it on my, like, way to whatever. So. I mean, Jason Momoa is playing Duncan Idaho. And I, I talked with my friend about this. And at one level, I thought he'd be better for Gurney Halick. Because Gurney Halick is the warrior troubadour who always has the right quotation or the right song for the moment. He was also a stone cold killer. Um, whereas Duncan Idaho is much more of just a straight up stone cold killer. Um, but. My friend pointed out that um, Duncan dies, and apparently Jason Momoa does a really good job of being the character you like who then gets killed by the bad guys. So, well, you're lucky this week. I don't have a Graham IDK. I don't. I don't. I thought of using one, but I want to use something else. So, I'll, I'll save it. I got some more work to do on that. So you skip this week. It doesn't have to be every week. It's just. Oh, I'm glad when it doesn't happen. I'm just really suspicious. I'm just waiting for you to be like. But I was lying the whole time. Here it is. Da, 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 da. That's what I'm expecting. Nope. So I think we'll end it here and uh, enjoy the rest of this Sunday. Watch some more Are You Afraid of the Dark? Well, actually, when you're listening, this will be Saturday. So we'll be at Gen Con enjoying that. Yes. I'm so pumped. Like, if you can't tell, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited. So if you want to follow us on any of our social medias, Graham is on Instagram again. So it's just Graham Mildrum, mm-hmm. I think, your name. Um, I'm pretty sure he'll be posting some uh, stuff on Gen Con if you want to follow me on Instagram and Twitter and uh, YouTube, Fifi J for YouTube and for Instagram and Twitter is just Fifi underscore J247. And we'll both be posting stuff there so you can get some backstory on Gen Con and what's going on and the new games, the freshest hip stuff. Also, follow the Twitter. I haven't plugged this enough. The Twitter for DYT Pod for the actual podcast. I do post on there as well. And if you want to send us some stuff, we really want to get some feedback. So send us some stuff. Leave a voicemail on Anchor. So damnyourtallpod at gmail.com. Once again, damnyourtallpod at gmail.com. Send us some stuff. And that's it. Hope you guys enjoy the podcast. We're enjoying Gen Con right now. Bye. Bye. Bye.